0: Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stobb.
1: All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. My name is Nasser Pasha and you're listening to the best episode ever. And I'm Matt Stobb and I hope that's correct. Or it turns out to be correct. Actually, I'm nervous about this episode because it's about reality TV and it's your favorite genre. So I just don't want to mess it up.
2: <laughs> my favorite genre? Uh, I don't know about genre. I mean, if sports is a genre, TV genre, that'd definitely be my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah, sports. I mean, after that, I like comedy more than that. I think that's very well documented on this on this podcast.
1: Do you know what the best show on television is right now? And by the way, if my family's listening, they already know the answer to this question because I say it all the time. Best show on television. Do you have a guess?
2: According to you?
1: No, just in in period.
2: I can gasp, but
1: it's not going to be right. It's a reality show, and it's a comedy show, and the name of the show is Impractical Jokers.
2: Yeah, you've told me this before.
1: I have have told you this before. Best show on television, hands down. And Anyone who says otherwise, I I will correct them. You can just let me know, and I'll correct you.
2: You know, you did tell me that before, and I watched it, and it was actually, I'd never seen it before. I just thought it was going to be really stupid, and it was better than I thought. I I wouldn't go best show,
1: but... I don't, it's the only show that I could just be like, put it on and just enjoy, you know. But we're not here to talk about that. I want to, but we're not. We're not. No,
2: that's all I prepared for. I had all these pranks ready. <laughs> so this show, I'm trying, I didn't even look at the. Name. I think is it NY Med? Yeah, NY Med. Yeah, is a reality show, and I've never seen it. I knew there was a Boston one that was similar that was on so it's basically like a real life ER or Grey's Anatomy except probably a lot less or probably a lot more realistic but it's this reality show called NY Med and it's shooting for footage of a emergency room essentially and or it was in this instance and it actually caught some footage of someone in the ER a patient passing away and i guess that showed up on the show and of course they didn't get the they wouldn't have obviously got the person who passed away's permission but they didn't get permission from Family or anyone, either. They just kind of put it in there and, and kind of went on with their business. And I don't think the family even knew they were shooting it until the video showed up on TV, I believe.
1: No, yeah. It's apparently they just found out, which is weird in itself, of course.
2: Yeah. I wonder why they were watching. But
1: <laughs> so they just
2: some procedural of what's happened so far. They, they sued ABC in the hospital, and actually the judges already dismissed that. So They're in appellate court in New York right now, the state court, but.
1: The faces, I think, were unrecognizable, so they didn't actually, people don't actually know who they are, and, you know, if, if you're in the medical industry, the first thing you're thinking about is HIPAA, which is a statute that basically protects the private information of patients, but... One thing that everyone knows about HIPAA is that if you de-identify the information, because HIPAA information or medical charts and so forth, that data becomes very valuable. But in order to share it, sometimes what they do, they just de-identify the patient information by taking away the name and and any kind of other identical information. And then you can you know typically transfer it freely. There, there's conditions to that. But point is, is that in the reality show context, you put a little blurred face in there and then you should be good. And I think that's where the court kind of came down to and where they're appealing on this is is on other subtle issues.
2: The instances where you need a release waiver, I mean, it's typically when you're using someone else's name, voice, signature, photograph, or likeness. But like you said, it has to be readily identifiable. So if the face is blurred out, I would say that's pretty, you can't really identify who that individual is. I mean, I would go as far as to say, you know, if you saw like the back of them, you probably couldn't identify who it was either unless it was for some reason very obvious. So, I mean, I, I, I'm guessing that's why it's got you know kicked out at this point. Maybe something will change and when it goes through appeals. But, you know, at least for now, it's it's been denied. I don't know how soon. I don't know what the timeline is on this. I'd be interested to know how quickly it went from the show airing. Well, obviously, it's, real, it's a TV show that's shot. So the person obviously died. And the the patient died. Then the show aired. Possibly, I mean, weeks. Possibly even months. I guess down the road.
1: It was yeah. It looks like it premiered on July tenth, twenty twelve. So a couple years ago, or a few years ago.
2: Oh well, I'm I'm just thinking timeline for how close in proximity all these things happened, and then yeah, what you know, at what point they brought the lawsuit as well. But yeah, I mean, there's it's something that I think people sometimes think about or don't. I I guess more accurately, don't think about is you know, when can somebody use your, typically it's going to be like your voice or a video recording of you legally without having you sign some sort of release saying that you consent to that use. So, so let's say you and I went to that chargers game last year and maybe we were on TV. I don't remember, or I actually, I don't know. Not I don't remember <laughs> if we were on TV, you know, we didn't have to sign a release for that. There's There's exceptions for things like that or the news, but You know, if someone's shooting a video for a TV show, it's a little bit different because this isn't the news, it's reality TV.
1: Yeah, and I understand the producer's perspective in the sense that unless you get a release, you're not gonna be able to show their face. And so usually they, you know, that's the first thing they do is have them sign a release waiver before the even film. And, you know, when you're filming a reality show, that stuff happens. What happens when a guest just pops in or you're in public and and so forth? Those are issues that you have to consider. But in this case, they're like, okay, well, we're going to blur them anyway, so let's not get a release. But then, of course, there's implications of that because they argue that these are private moments, you know, whether whether or not they're anonymous or so-called anonymous, Things like that are the sensitivity of, you know, of someone that got injured and, and possibly is going to die in, in front of a camera that's going to be later broadcast. There's, of course, you know, an elevated sense of concern. And, and you know, there's other causes of action that were related to privacy, like uh, there was something called the intentional affliction of emotional distress, which, again, didn't seem to fly with the court in having the motion dismissed granted. But, you know, this, this whole thing is, this is all kind of academic because a lot of times, you know, how many of us are actually in this situation? But you'll also see, you know, businesses that subject themselves to reality TV shows. We've seen it many times. We've, we've covered in the past that one Amy's Bakery that's now infamous in its exposure on Kitchen Nightmares. And then we also have that show Shark Tank which, you know, once you're on there and you've given the release, even if you look like a fool, you can't really take it back. It's what's done is done. You know, you've kind of waived your rights in that respect.
2: That's much more of a likely candidate for best TV show than, than your selection. I think Shark
1: Tank is better. but <laughs> It's not comic. Well, it's only sometimes comical, so like on, on occasion.
2: Yeah, and what's interesting now that – The Sharks noticed that some of the people were going on, and not all the people that go there to have their, you know, do their pitch and everything, not all of that makes it on TV. So they, you know, ABC can still pull back and and not do it. I guess if you're the person who's presenting, you probably can't do it directly, but if you think it's going bad, you could just walk off and then they wouldn't have anything to show, I guess, but
1: on Shark Tank, by the way, last, last week, Ann Wallace, one of our great writers for our blog actually published a article related, not related, kind of related to Shark Tank. There's, you know, there's so many legal issues surrounding when you're doing this public, you know, presentation of, of raising money and the ramifications of that and who's involved and going through the sec regulations and, and so forth. So it, it, it Check it out if you have some time. Uh, it's a good read.
2: Yeah, it is good. There's a lot of information in there, and you know, people love Shark Tank. Maybe it's just the, the circles that I'm always in, but it's the entrepreneurship and the so-called American dream of inventing. It's usually just an invention that like someone tries to turn into something great. And
1: I, I like it, but I also feel like it gives a kind of a false impression to entrepreneurs out there, too. Don't you think? I mean, people kind of. They're like, well, I, I'm just like that business, so I can do the same. And, and you see that. I mean, you see the, the best and the worst of some of those candidates out there.
2: Oh, I mean, it does kind of give a false sense of hope. And I can't even imagine some of the ones they filter out. I mean, you saw, you look at some of the ones that have made it on the show that are just terrible ideas and people that have dumped tons of money in there.
1: Do you think they let them through as kind of, you know, how those uh, reality TV contests go? They they have bad ones and good ones. Do you think they do that? Or do- Definitely. Okay. It's definitely not for
2: the sharks to invest money into to good ideas. It's more so what's going to be the most entertaining thing or the most interesting thing to put on TV. Sometimes it's really good ideas. Sometimes it's really bad ideas. And sometimes it's just interesting people that are on there. So that combination gives it a pretty... I mean, yeah. that's why it's so entertaining. And the people get kind of... Or the the applicants get kind of bombarded. And they, I've heard an interview with Mark Cuban about it. And he said, you know, they're up there for an hour and a half Wow! and you know what we see is only what five six seven minutes so
1: wow one contestant or one a business could be there for like an hour and a half and they only show a few minutes
2: yeah that's what he's. I he said that in an interview interview recently that i listened to but yeah his, his big thing was well he doesn't do it as much because i think one of the other guys does it but it's the people that were going on there for strictly for publicity and not you know walking in there knowing they weren't going to accept an offer or maybe walking in there with a value and they, the sharks calm on it. They're not dumb. They say your valuations way too high or we, you know, this is a good offer. We think you're here for the wrong reasons just to get free publicity. And I mean, it is very great publicity, but I guess ABC could always pull that too.
1: Yeah. And I I think about that all the time, but I'm pretty sure shark tank from what I understand, and I could be wrong. This is just based upon rumor and so forth is that, they get a percentage off the bat just by appearing on the show, right?
2: So ABC used to get, I believe it was 2% no matter what. I thought they've since gotten rid of that, but I could be wrong.
1: Okay, that's kind of lame. I mean, I understand that because by getting on that show alone, even like you said, even if not making a deal, it, there is promotional value. But a second thing to think about is once you sign that release, and even if you're on for an hour and a half, those producers can cut it any way they want. And if they want to make you look bad, it doesn't take much to do so, even if you have a perfect kind of scenario there.
2: Yeah, and I've, I've talked to people that have been on, or they know people that have been on the show, They say, just someone told me, well, why don't you, next time you watch, look who's asking the question and look at where their eyes are. Because oftentimes it's not they're not looking at the that person who asked the question because they cut a question from one and an answer from another to make it seem. Oh
1: yeah, and that happens all all reality shows is that they they do these close ups and reactions that don't even make sense and are exaggerated, etc. That's the movie magic.
2: Well, yeah, I think we took a few turns here. I don't know what our takeaway is.
1: I think probably the most important thing that we've learned today is what the best show on television is currently that's a big take home. And then second about just kind of having a good understanding about privacy rights and re- release rights. You know, th- these are kind of general things, but even, you know, when you're doing your own promotions, whether it's commercials, TV, or even having any kind of involvement in any reality shows, this could come up.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's there are times as a business, there's times where you might need to have people sign a release, just be aware of that. And I, I would imagine you could get a pretty general release. I Think they're floating around pretty easy to find just make sure it has the right, the right words in it though absolutely it's not overly burdensome
1: I think that's it well I thank you for everyone for joining us keep it sound and keep it smart
0: this has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts Nasir Pasha and Matt Stobb the Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current complete or up to date and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney.